Hi, Brad. Hi, Sal. I want to talk about how to plan for budget travel. Okay. We spent a year traveling. In 2016, yes. And we were able to do that because we really planned uh, our budget. We did things that were smart, like we gave up our apartments. We didn't have to continue to pay rent. We put our stuff in storage, got rid of a bunch of stuff. Right. That obviously makes it easier if you're not uh, stuck with a mortgage or rent. Right. I guess let's start with the most expensive thing, flights. Flights. Yeah, because we actually came home four times. So that made it more expensive than just, you know, staying in, you know, staying on a continent, so to speak. Right. But we used Skyscanner mostly. Yeah. Um, we did uh, multi-city on several occasions. So we would fly into one city and then fly back from another and use domestic flights. To get around, yeah. To get around if we were moving around the country. So the advantage, well, let's just define this. So one-way flights are going to be the most expensive. Correct. Well, always. Right. But round- it gives you the most freedom right you know i've booked one way i'm now in istanbul and you know i can leave from you know johannesburg (laughs) and go home if i want so the multi-city you really have to plan more and you're you're locked into a kind of schedule with your timing yes but we found that we could book multi-city and save a really a lot of money we flew to quito ecuador and from Quito, we are. Where did we fly out of in Ecuador down to southern? Guayaquil? Guayaquil. We, we okay. flew out of there to. Punta Arenas. Punta Arenas, yeah. In southern Chile. And from Punta Arenas, we flew up to Lima, Peru. And then we flew from Lima, Peru home. So we booked four or five different flights and ended up spending like 1200 bucks each right. round trip. Yeah. And a flight just from uh, Guayaquil to Punta Arenas was 900 So significant savings. <laughs> but uh, we really had to plan. And then yeah. we got locked into southern Chile for a month, which was too long. Yeah. Domestic flights in some places are super duper cheap. You can fly all over Turkey for practically nothing. Yeah, it was like $28. And, and <laughs> That's it's, crazy. Yeah. I, I, uh, is it Pegasus Air? Yeah, I think so, so. I mean, you know, I'm like, how do you even keep the planes in the air for that kind of money? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's not like top-notch flights and the planes are a little rickety, but they work. <laughs> yeah. And they're, but, and they're, yeah. Well, I won't go into, you know, you're flying to Istanbul and then you're flying out somewhere else because the hub is Istanbul, even though it would be quicker to fly you, you know. Direct. Direct. They just, yeah. And everything goes in and it. So it's inconvenient a little bit, but it's cheap. So that works. So let's talk about ground transportation. Yeah. When you land in an airport, don't talk to people inside the airport about a taxi or a ride. Get to the curb. That's Mm -hmm. my rule. Get to the curb. The only place, and it always worked, Mexico, there's a bus station inside the terminal where we actually Uh, bought our ticket inside uh, the terminal. In Cancun. Yeah. But that's pretty rare. And and then in Punta Arenas, 
The guy tried Chilling. to talk to us yeah, and, uh, inside the airport. We said no. We got out to the curb. He ended up being the best one. Yeah. But out of the, you know, 25, 50 airports we landed mm-hmm. in, those are the only two places where talking to someone inside the airport uh, would have worked. So get out to the curb. A lot of, you know, the taxis are, you know, metered. You stand in the line. They'll tell you exactly how much it is. Yeah. Um, right. Negotiate before you get in the cab. Right. If you're taking a cab. If you can use Uber... Great. Do that because it eliminates any kind of issue in terms of pricing and that kind of thing. But use the public transportation system as often as you can and walk. We yeah. walked so much. <clears throat> I mean, that's the it's good for you. and You see a lot. And in Athens, the metro goes right up, you know, to the airport. We just got on the metro and took it out to uh, where we needed to go. There was yeah. no taxis, no nothing. So Almost everywhere in the world has pretty great public transportation yeah with the exception of the united states of america <laughs> right we yeah we didn't for three months didn't even didn't need a car i mean right. ev- everything was easy so what else accommodations yeah we used airbnb a lot that worked pretty well i mean you and we used booking.com a lot the advantage of booking.com is they have a kind of loyalty program where you, you get a little discount if you use them all the time yeah and the advantage of Airbnb is often you can find a place that has a kitchen or kitchenette and you can cook your own meals. Big savings there. That's a big saving. Don't need to eat out every day. You don't eat out at home every day. Yeah. Um, so there's no reason to uh, do it. Right. <laughs> and we, so I guess we're moving on to, well, you know what I wanted to mention is we planned a year of travel and the way it ended up working out is I booked most of our accommodations and therefore I was able to take advantage of some of the loyalty programs to get a little discount. I booked and paid for those and then you ended up paying for the our meals, our entertainment daily and our ground transportation. And almost in every case, the cost of our accommodations was equal to the cost of our entertainment, food and ground transportation for the day. Yeah. So, for example, if we spent 40 bucks on accommodations, we spent 40 bucks eating, getting around, and seeing whatever we wanted to see. The sights, yeah. Almost always. So I think that's a pretty good sort of gauge. If you're trying to plan how much you want to spend, look at how much your accommodations are. If it's 120 bucks, that's probably about what you're going to spend goofing off. Yeah, like in London, it would cost you that much. Yeah. You know, in Turkey, we're, you know, 30 bucks easy for a, a night stay and yeah 30 bucks to do everything and after three months i i added everything up you spent and everything i spent it was a hundred dollars off so that is very accurate yep well i you know it probably depends on what you're doing and how, who you are and how you are but well, yeah if you're a big foodie you're probably going to spend more on food uh-huh. if you like to you know try the beers although you know, in Prague, the beer was cheaper than water, so <laughs> that may or may not matter. I don't. <laughs> so let's touch on that. If you're really interested in budget travel, go to cheap places. Eastern Europe, by and large, is very, very affordable. Turkey is very affordable. Africa can be affordable, like Egypt was really affordable, but South Africa was quite spendy. Yeah. Latin America, you know, Peru, Chile, and Ecuador were affordable mexico is affordable southeast asia is affordable jordan is very expensive 
London was expensive. London was expensive. Of course. The United States of America is expensive. Canada is expensive. Yeah. You just, you know, you just have to, you know, if you're going to travel for a year, half your places have to be cheap. And then the, the, the expensive ones uh, are expensive. You we know. just kind of didn't spend as much time in places that were very expensive. We tended to reduce the time we spent there, like in London or South Africa and right. Jordan. And then we increased the amount of time we spent in places that were more affordable. Right. And that works. What else? Oh, okay. So taking tours. Right. Um, uh, all the major cities have a hop-on, hop-off bus or a city tour bus or whatever, and they all have maps. So if you don't want to spend the, you know, 25 or $35 to take these buses, that's an expensive 24-hour bus, uh. grab a map. They'll give you a map for free. Tell them, oh, we want to do this tomorrow. Can we have a map? <laughs> Get the map. It'll have all the points of interest. You can walk it. You can take city buses, city metros. Some places, taxis are really cheap. Yeah. I mean, really cheap. You know, four bucks will get you, you know, across town. Yeah. Um, you know, just be aware. Obviously, you know, Google it. So how much are taxis here? You know, and they'll they'll give you an idea what mm-hmm. it costs. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you can ask the taxi driver how much. Right. And they'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, and But the metros and the public transportation in most of the major cities, particularly in Europe, are really good. Yeah, they have really good transportation systems virtually everywhere in the world that you can get around pretty easily. I feel like that covered it. I guess if you're going to do a long-term trip, you know, the strategies that we used included not buying a bunch of stuff before we left and saving our money. Right. You know, I stopped buying shoes and clothes and getting fancy haircuts and eating out. We just were thoughtful thoughtful about how much we thought we might need and having enough money so that when we returned we could we could live for a while without having to feel immediate need to go to work we planned for a year and a half right and i think that's something you you got to do if it's if it's something that you want you have to plan yeah there is a lot of people out there that talk about you know monetizing a blog and doing this and doing that but it's a lot of work that seems unfun. Right. I was I was looking at doing that, but it's oh man, keeping up with the ads and and I did blog, but I just I took all the monetization off yeah. for the year I was gone because I you know the blog was more of a uh, you know journal. This is what we did. This was fun, mm-hmm. and you know this didn't work out. Um, but I didn't want to spend the time upkeeping to try to make a little money. Right. So. If you're more motivated than I, then knock yourself out. I was interested in the trip <laughs> yeah. and not in the, you know, financial gain or financial offset. So, Well, I think this has been, I hope this has been helpful. Yes, I think it has. Hmm. Get to the curb. You know, use all the different apps. There's, a, you know, Global Connect. It'll, you know, convert miles to kilometers, you know, ounces to liters, all that kind of stuff. I think it's Global Convert. Global Convert. Skyscanner. Skyscanner, Airbnb. Airbnb, TripAdvisor, Booking. Booking.com. Yeah. Wimdu is at like an Airbnb competitor, supposedly bigger in Europe. Um, we really didn't uh, use them. I translate <coughs> Rome to Rio. Yeah, Rome to Rio is good. That's great for ground transportation. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, the, uh, boy, the iTranslate is fantastic because you can type in something in your native language and, and hit it. And so if you, even if you can't say it, <laughs> you can show it to the person, you know, I mm -hmm. want water. <laughs> and they'll they know, oh, right. Okay, they'll know what you want. So that was great. Well, this has been really good. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Al.